Television is not the truth. The New World Order. They cheat. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. It is... Tuesday, August 22nd. Welcome. All right, today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Lahaina disaster. Uh, it's be, it's ready to be put on the back page by the mainstream media after Joe Biden's visit and the death toll is holding at 115. In all reality, uh, the remains of over a thousand missing may never be found uh, because of the heat of the fire. The death toll indeed has been extreme and it will be. Uh, But unfortunately, it'll be buried by the press. So we'll never really know how many people died. Um, I predict that the residents of Lahaina, if they're ever allowed back in, there will be, there's a lot of confusion right now. So there's going to be a lot of protest uh, about finding the missing or explaining what happened to the missing. Um... So we're gonna see what's happening there right now. Also, the Republican debate is approaching, but Donald Trump will not attend, instead relying on an interview with Tucker Carlson to fit the bill. After all, Trump is heading uh, to record support. And other candidates uh, for the nomination are all but a distraction. Um, They don't approach anything like Donald Trump We'll talk a little bit about Vivek Ramaswamy. He may be the heir apparent. And of course, Alex Jones broke this story. The global cabal is ready to bring COVID off the shelf and dust it off and point it once again at the American public and the world. Will the American people stand for another assault by medical tyranny? You'd be surprised. People have been accustomed or predisposed or brainwashed into believing that um, things they can't see are very scary. Um, we've, We've been through decades of horror movies like Outbreak. Um, preparing the people for this type of PSYOP. So we'll see what happens. They're bringing masks back. Uh, Supposedly, they're going to bring back lockdowns as well. And by January, we're going to be again in COVID hysteria. So we'll see. It's definitely a warm-up for the Republican primary. And for sure, I, I mean, I think they might try to upend the Republican primary Um, but definitely for the 2024 presidential election. So we'll see. All right, let's get into the news. 
So we're going to start out with Vanity Fair here with this article on Vivek Ramaswamy, why Vivek Ramaswamy could crush it as the first Republican, crush it at the first Republican debate, excuse me. The astute entrepreneur, though something of an RFK Jr. level whack job. Thank you, Vanity Fair. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's liable. Uh, has a scary secret weapon, extreme self-confidence. Uh, and this is by Mark McKinnon, uh, some guy wearing a hat. Um, the winner of next week's first Republican primary debate is likely to be the candidate who exceeds expectations. So the bar is very high for someone like Ron DeSantis who started the campaign with a lot of name idea, buckets of money, and a ton of buzz. The bar is very low, however, for someone like Vivek Ramaswamy, the entrepreneur has no previous political experience to his name and virtually zero name recognition. Um, I think he has name recognition now, and to most Republicans he does. He has appeared often on right-wing uh, television, if you want to call it right-wing, let's call it conservative. And he is the Trump heir apparent because he keeps touting MAGA policy. Uh, he's anti-woke, but his focus is on policy, the type of Trump policies that actually uh, were getting things improved in this country and not regressed. Now, this guy McKinnon writes about shit he doesn't know. Uh, why is Vivek Ramaswamy a whack job? He probably won't extrapolate on that claim uh, for the simple reason is Vivek Ramaswamy is not a whack job. He is an entrepreneur and very extremely intelligent entrepreneur um, that made his uh, stake in biotech and then later in in um, in investments. So, I mean, he made hundreds of million dollars in his company so why is he a whack job? He's a whack job because he's supporting uh, America first policies, but generally the new conservative, new Republican, he's using these talking points that everybody knows, even people who are not astute politicians know what kind of policies are needed to turn this country around. So the New York Post reports, Eight candidates qualify for the first Republican debate. RNC confirms. Well, that's very great. Let's see if they have a list here. Uh, well, we know it's uh, Ron DeSantis who will fail. Mike Pence, who is a traitor. Vivek Ramaswamy. Tim Scott, who I like. Nikki Haley, who is a neocon and a Warhawk, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who know talk about, <laughs> this is the thing about McKinnon in Vanity Fair, talk about name recognition, Vivek Ramaswamy has more name recognition, recognition than uh, the city North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. Uh, asshole Hutchinson, former Arkansas governor. Chris Christie, former New Jersey governor. He's going to have to sit during the debate. <laughs> Is that all of them? Uh, it's just disgusting. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. 
Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is just, he's a skilled orator. So he's going to dominate, obviously. And he's going to be well prepared. Uh, he's just going to, he's going to slay all these slow talking, um, befuddled idiots that are going to try to lure in the disappearing base of uh, the corporatocracy and the old uh, establishment conservatives who are more concerned about military spending and corporate donations and um, foreign policy than they are about uh, domestic policy. So CNN reports uh, Trump already taped Tucker Carlson interview that is expected to air on GOP debate night, sources say. The Wall Street Journal reports Tucker Carlson's Trump interview showcases potential of tie-up with Elon Musk's ex. Carlson taped an interview with Trump several days ago and plans to stream it on X, formerly known as Twitter, without ads. People familiar with the situation said its release is expected to coincide with Wednesday's first Republican presidential debate on Fox News. Carlson's interview with Trump is similar to the content he has been posting on Twitter for the past several months, including monologues and interviews with newsmakers such as Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Carlson and former White House advisor Neil Patel are working on starting a new subscription-driven media company in partnership with uh, Carlson's former executive producer at Fox, Justin Wells, the Wall Street Journal reported last month. All right, no need to go into that. Um, I'm just going to take this uh, moment to just urge people to engage the channel, like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment down below, follow me on social media. So let's move on um, to the next stories. So uh, Cox News rep uh, reports Atlanta College, uh, Atlanta College reinstates mask mandates for students, employees on campus. The Atlanta College announced this week that it is reinstating mask mandates for everyone on campus. Morris Brown College began classes just last week, but will require all students and employees to wear face masks. <laughs> what a joke. Um, masks don't work. N95 masks do work to protect yourself indoors. Are they making people wear masks outside? you know, uh, students walking from building to building, which is ridiculous. There's no evidence that, um, there's no evidence that these types of pathogens are spread outside. A Hollywood Reporter reports Lionsgate brings back mask mandates in office as new Varen EG5 becomes dominant. The student, the studio is asking some of its employees to mask up and self-test. <laughs> what a joke. Now, the blue surgical masks um, do help you from spreading disease. So if you test positive for COVID and you still come to the office and you wear a blue mask, that makes sense. But wearing a blue mask, if, you don't if, you, if you're not sick, doesn't help anybody. And the cloth masks don't, help anybody and could very well make you sick because the, especially if there's cotton in there it, it creates moisture which creates bacteria and then you inhale that from the hill a third of adults believe COVID-19 vaccines cause thousands of sudden deaths what's this 
Belief in misinformation, oh, belief in misinformation about key health issues persists among a good chunk of adults with false claims, misinformation and false claims about COVID-19 vaccines and reproductive health. Reproductive health? What? Garner a substantial amount of support, a new poll shows. Whether or not they believed the claims, nearly all participants in the survey were aware of misinformation, with 96% saying they had heard at least one of the 10 claims presented to them. The most widespread misinformation claims had to do with COVID-19 and vaccines. The new polling data found that a third of adults believe COVID-19 vaccines caused thousands of sudden deaths in otherwise healthy people. Why would they think that? Now, is it things they saw in the news, misinformation? Or do they know people that were otherwise healthy that died suddenly in their sleep? With 10% believing that the claims to be definitely true and 23% saying it was probably true and 34% it said it probably false and 31% said definitely false. Nearly a third of all people said they believed in the parasitic deworming medication, ivermectin. Oh, come on. Is this the hill? I took ivermectin. And if you go to the CDC website, it says that uh, ivermectin is proven to be effective against pathogens. And it's, it's a, why do they have to say deworming medication? You see, this is all, even in the Hill, and they do this all the time in the New York Times, is a mischaracterization by carefully colorful language put in there, parasitic medication. If you just take out deworming, it would be correct. A parasitic medication, ivermectin. It is anti-parasitic. An effective treatment for COVID-19, just like the CDC reports. Among the naysayers, 44% said they would claim that probably false and 22% is definitely false. Health experts, oh, and they don't, and this is the most terrible, the most terrible reporting. Health experts and clinicians have repeatedly stressed that there is no evidence that ivermectin has any efficacy in treating or preventing COVID-19 infections. And the Food and Drug Administration has never authorized a drug for use in treating the coronavirus. So of course, there's, there's plenty of cross-use in medications. I mean, look at all the people taking, um, what is that, uh, uh, is it a cholesterol drug that's, that's getting people to lose weight? I forget exactly what it's called. Um, but the fact is, is that's bad reporting. Health ex- Just saying health experts and clinicians have repeatedly stressed. Not recently, because all this is all old news and it, they're all just hacking and, and shilling for uh, the pharmaceutical industry. And let's see, roughly a quarter of the people said they believe vaccinations against measles, mumps, and rubella cause autism in children, that COVID-19s cause infertility. No evidence has been found so so far to indicate that immunization against SARS-CoV-2 affects male or female fertility. And that's, that's debatable. The claims against vaccine causing autism have been refuted, long been refuted. No, it hasn't. See, the problem with the MMR, which they're referring to, is the adjuvants, including aluminum, but sometimes mercury, in vaccines, 
The problem is, is the adjuvants and stacked vaccines uh, work together sometimes to cause ill effect. And they don't know that. Nobody talks because, and the Hill doesn't talk about adjuvants. Does the reporter here? Who's the reporter here? Joseph Choi? Does he know anything about adjuvants? It is, <laughs> it's an additive. Not, you know, not to mention uh, all the preservatives, but adjuvants are additives specifically meant to excite the immune system. Andrew Wakefield, who originated the claim, has long been, been barred from practicing medicine in the UK. Fraudulent. Autism and vaccinations have been fraudulent. Gee, do you think pharmaceutical companies have... Uh, 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 I'm not going to go any more into that. Uh, people believe what they believe, and rightfully so. Believe your eyes. What happened to Jamie Foxx? Mysterious illness. Hey, Joseph Choi, why don't you go and, and look at some of these people that had, or Justin Bieber, or any of these people that had sudden ill effects or sudden death. Can you explain any of them? No, you just put up your hands and go, oh, it was a mysterious illness, onset of sudden illness, an emergency medical situation. What caused it? What causes cancer? I don't know. It just happens. Come on. So Investopedia shares of Moderna and other COVID-19 vaccine makes makers surge amid booster push as cases rise from 16 hours ago. From Fox News, Rutgers will still require COVID-19 vaccine masks. Uh, just to let you know that I was dismissed from my journalism job for not taking the vaccine. And I asked them, what happens when the pandemic is over? Do I get my job back? And they said, no. And I said, why not? And they couldn't give me a reason. Because this is how I know that like the horsemen of the apocalypse will just keep coming around. It's going to keep reoccurring in waves. So that you're just going to have other waves and that it's not the fact that you got this vaccine. It's the fact that you resist taking vaccines. That's why you get dismissed because they're going to do it all over again, companies and other places and Rutgers University. If you don't, I have a, like I said, I have a kid that lives on my block had a basketball scholarship, took the vaccine, myocarditis. And I just recently heard a disturbing fact that most people that have my, that contract myocarditis or come down with myocarditis, 50% die in five years, 75% die in 10 years. And you think the all-cause all mortality is up now? Just wait, just wait. And this also, the, this uh, physician who quoted these statistics also said that before COVID vaccination, before COVID, the chances of coming down with myocarditis was one in a million because it only results from a rare viral infection of the paradium, the paradium, the sac around the heart. And Fox News reports COVID-19 patients faced increased health risks for up to two years, study finds. COVID-19 patients? You mean people that are hospitalized or anybody that contracted COVID, which was, which was everybody? 
unless people like Howard Stern, you never left your house. People contracted COVID-19 will be at a heightened risk for developing health problems according to results of a new published, new study published. Of Nature Medicine analyzed records of nearly 140,000 U.S. veterans who'd been infected with COVID-19 during the pandemic. Of course. Even two years after contracting the virus, people who had COVID-19 were at elevated risk of certain health issues, including cardiovascular and mental health disorders, as well as kidney and gastrointestinal problems. Um, they're trying to put it on the vaccine. To be honest with you, my take on it is um, the vaccine helped people get infected. And whether you took the vaccine or not, if you got infected uh and the infection and the vaccine both produce these spike proteins, which are the culprit. So the, what the spike protein does is um, they replicate, and I guess they cause plot, uh, clotting issues. So I don't think really it has much to do with the vaccine as the vaccine was just a vector to get people more infected because what it did is it had... Um, it made you, first of all, it lowers your immune system, uh, particularly for COVID, over time. Like, there was some initial protection, like for a month or two. I mean, you could be counted in weeks. But then after that, you were even more susceptible. It was an anti antibody-dependent uh, enhancement, ADE, which happens when you initially develop too many antibodies, and that's what the vaccine did, and then when the vaccine dissipates, then your antibody, your antibodies against the disease were lower than even uh, naturally. And so you have to keep getting boost boosters just to retain your immunity. I'm sorry, I had this. CNN, Trump seeks to steer attention away from first 2024 debate as rivals make final preparations in Milwaukee. Sorry, that was supposed to be an earlier story. And going back to Hawaii, more than 100, 800 missing after Lahaina fires. It's from the Wall Street Journal. AP in Hawaii concerns over climate gentrification rise after devastating wildfires. I just want to read this one paragraph here. With a housing crisis that has priced many native Hawaiians as well as families that have been there for decades, concerns arising that the state could become the latest example of climate gentrification when it becomes harder for local people to afford housing in safer areas after climate-amped climate disaster, whatever that means. That's just ridiculous. And they're already, they were going to trot out that talking point after the Maui fires, but the Maui fires were, I guess, were worse than they would imagine they were going to be. Um... But they're still talking about climate change had anything to do with the Maui fires. They want to blame it on climate change, just like everything else. Oh, by the way, they can create weather. And they have been modifying weather. Weather modification has been existent. And with their plasma beams that they poked a hole in the ozone with, they can steer and create hurricanes and do all these different things. I, you know, I don't know if the latest storms around Hawaii or California were created. I'm not making that allegation. I'm just saying that that technology exists. And we've been modifying weather 
now for shit close to 50 years people are like that doesn't exist the chemtrails don't exist i mean come on be stupid if you know what a condensation trail is if you know what a condensation trail is and you know the conditions that are needed to make condensation trails you'd understand that all the trails you see behind jets are not condensation trails it's just a fact. The, and condensation trails dissipate because the air cools and, oh my God, just, <laughs> why do you believe the science? I do believe science. But you have to understand science to read and read science and to understand what the fuck is going on. But people don't. They just don't. They don't read. They don't want to research anything. It's so, it's so cumbersome. I'd rather watch television. Fox News, Maui home left untouched by wildfires in Lahaina neighborhood destroyed. Now, have you seen this picture? And for people listening, I'll just describe it. So the whole city, the whole town of Lahaina is burnt to the ground, except for this one fucking house. And they try to attribute it and say, oh, it was built with California cedar. So maybe that's why. There is no way built with California cedar or not cedar or whatever, there is green grass around this house. Now, how does that happen? Now, there's something weird going on here if this house survived. Now, this this may, it's a Getty image, so it may or may not, I don't think it's Photoshop. They might have you know, brightened up the colors a little bit. It's hard to say, but there's green grass there. So even if it was because the house was made out of California cedars, which are some say uh, fire resistant, um, that doesn't explain the green grass. So what the hell is going on here? That um, that's That's bizarre. Inexplicable. As Maui death toll rises, number of missing remains unclear. And this is from ABC News. His family has been calling hospitals and checking shelters as they wait for news or texts from their relatives. Many people missing. The number, listen to me now, the number of people who are missing or unaccounted for is challenging to track. It's like I said, it's like, it's going to be thousands, and, and that's people. So if there's an intact family that is all killed, right, no one's going to report anybody missing. The number of missing, is they say, is at 800. They're going to try to keep the dead around 1,000. I think it's more than 1,000. Communication services have been tracking has been lacking and thousands of people are displaced due to fires at the as the disaster zone continues to be searched victims are slowly being identified some of them help the dna the fact is is people aren't being let in and the only numbers you're getting for the emergency authorities and if the emergency authorities are culpable or in cahoots they're not going to be they could suppress the number maui emergency management agency who has not released an official number of missing list of names. And FEMA also declined to give an update of the number of people missing in the wildfire disaster. 
Maui Police Chief John Pelletier said they're considering those who are missing unaccounted for. And this guy, the police chief, was also the emergency uh, emergency management guy at the Los Angeles, uh, excuse me, Las Vegas Police Department during the Las Vegas shooting. Boy, he gets around from disaster to disaster. We're going to get everybody accounted for to the best of our ability. But I can't promise that we're going to get them all. And I don't think that's fair to ask that. Oh, there it is. So, and look, and they show a little sign there. Missing persons here. Missing persons report. But they're not letting the residents back into the town. So who's going to show up there and report missing people? The document lists more than 950 people currently not located. The common theme is immense empathy. Okay. So what I'm saying here is that they're not counting all the missing. They're not counting all the dead. And it'll be hard. to. Most people are burned uh, beyond recognition and they won't be able to find remains because uh, the fires were so hot. Um, there's a lot to be studied here because I said that it's going to be thousands dead thousands dead 2000 maybe um i looked at the population of lahaina and the last census was 2020 uh the current censuses were redacted online i don't know why um but it said 12000 so i would say death toll is probably 2000 3000 maybe Hawaii, this is from Axios, Hawaii braced for crushing death toll as 850 missing nearly two weeks on from fire. So, like I said, the day after the fire, the number hasn't changed. They want to keep it around 1,000. So, I would double that at the very least. The fire that raised the most historic town of Lahaina on Hawaii is already the deadliest wire fire in modern history. But the full extent of the devastation may not be known for a long while. Only 114 have been confirmed dead. Not much to add there. So moving on to other news, I'm going to try to zip right through this now because we're running a little long already. Uh, the Hill, U.S. citizens urged to leave Belarus immediately. So the West and NATO are going to expand the war to Belarus. Even though Belarus hasn't really been that involved in the invasion of Ukraine. But what they're worrying is, is the Wagner group has moved there and is preparing to um, carry out cross-border attacks. And um, so the West and NATO are aware of this. And so um, they want to get ahead of the game. Uh, Channel 10, KWTX in Texas, American Plant Food Corporation plant fire contained as crews work to clear smolder in Bartlett. Um, this is a fertilizer plant that burned down. So you add that to the list of other food processing and other food-related fires in, uh, in the United States that have taken place over the past several years, uh, particularly since covid New York Times Magazine, many people have seen this. Forever chemicals are everywhere. What are they doing to us? PFAS 
lurking so much that we eat, drink, and use. Yeah, micro, I mean, it's micro particles of plastic. That's what I try to tell people. I'm like, we're being poisoned. You're under attack biologically and psychologically every fucking day. So if you're not trying your best to eat clean food and drink clean water, and I'm not saying you can't drink out of plastic, but don't let it sit in the sun or whatever like that. Um, but tap water is is the worst. New York Times, how rich men north of Richmond reached the top of the charts, a song by a previously unknown Oliver Anthony music struck a chord with conservative pundits. I think it struck a, port, a chord with conservatives and the people that are awake. Um but most likely blue-collar Republicans, conservative pundits. Associated Press reports a right-wing sheriff's group that challenges federal laws gaining acceptance around the country. Indeed, because all resistance starts local. And the federal government at a lot of times doesn't have jurisdiction. And unless they're invited in, they don't. Sorry. You know, I know all you Democrats out there who put the federal government is somehow on top of everything. That's not the way the system was meant to be. It's a federalist system. So the federal government is only supposed to be in charge of a couple of things and not, you know, coming to your town and investigating things when they weren't invited. The Daily Beast reports the wrong people just got their hands on an elite drone unit. Um, so the Mexican drug cartels are using drones. That's their story from the Daily Beast. The Guardian, Chicago woman arrested over alleged threats to kill Trump and son Barron. Tracy Marie Forenza, 41, has Trump derangement syndrome and threatened to kill the former president and his son. Wall Street Journal reports uh, the worker... The worker bidding war is over. Companies are cutting pay for new hires after years of salary increases. Businesses across the economy say they're reducing starting salaries for recruits. Really? (laughs) The wage slave. So they're reducing salaries. After the wage gains under Trump and then inflation undercut all those wage gains and now they're going back to reducing salaries. I hope it didn't run too long there. Uh, that's it for me. Rudy's Revelation. Rudy's Revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Um, follow me on social media. Leave a comment down below and get in on the conversation. Don't forget, you're under attack psychologically, biologically, every fucking day. Who's responsible and who's attacking you? You should all know this. All right. Um, I've been in touch with Perry. We're going to try to get him on the line later for, I think it's episode 52, Tuesdays with Perry. So he's going to comment on the sink, sinking numbers of his Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about Vivek Ramaswamy, the upcoming debate, Trump's interview with Tucker. 
And I think we're gonna talk a little bit about some other stuff in the news too. Uh, the Maui disaster, the reinstituting of COVID madness, and uh, what's on the horizon uh, for the United States. So join us tonight, uh, Tuesdays with Perry. We'll see you later. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. You can't handle the truth. Come on, man. I ain't finna go Alex Jones level with y'all, man.